little bit of bass as well. Uh, you can turn it up a little bit, just a teeny bit. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, hey, test mic. Rolling? Okay, I'm recording whenever you're ready. Let's do it, man. Hi, my name's Sam Frankel. So this next song is going to be uh, the new single that's coming out in February, February 23rd, and it's called Patina. You're listening to The Sessions at Midori House. This week's guest is a South Londoner with an affection for South America. Sam Frankel is a poet and a musician who spent much of his life travelling around the world. He was particularly taken by the sounds of Latin American music, an influence that underpins his synth-pop tracks. He popped in for a chat and to play some acoustic versions of his songs. And you could, would you give it all back? Oh no. Honey, you don't really mean it, I understand. If I could, I'd walk out of that door before you had a chance to ask how I found love, I found love this time. Patina's a fairly kind of run-of-the-mill breakup song, although it's kind of supposed to be in the about the the process of failing to break up as much as breaking up, and the pain that you can cause an ex-partner, in, accidentally or deliberately, kind of while that smear of post-relationship is still going on. And it was kind of it was something that I kind of stitching together while travelling in South America 
it got finished on on a very pretty mountainside in Colombia, where I had to stop for a week and just kind of pull the threads together. How very idyllic. It was. <laughs> and Latin American music seems to be a really big influence on you. I mean, we can hear it even more so in those stripped back versions of the songs you just played for us. Um, has that always been an interest of yours? I think it has. I always find it hard to remember when when I kind of first really focused on that. I think it came from Sergio Rodriguez, and I think that came from Leonard Cohen. So it's all kind of a roundabout way, but that's the beauty of music, I guess. It connects you to strange bedfellows, but from there, it yeah, it became a complete fascination, and every time I went to a new... Latin American country. I've I've been in South America before, and Mexico. I just fell in love with it more. And I think it's I think it's the tenderness of the top lines that you can write, and using less Western scales over a really expressive syncopation in the rhythm. So you've you can have something that makes people dance and cry at the same time. I think that's probably the ideal combination of things for music. And the songs that you've released, I mean, they sound quite different to the way you play them today, but you you said to me off mic earlier that that's how most of your songs start out, just you on the guitar. Did you envisage when you started writing these songs that they would end up, because they're very electronic and very much produced, very unanalog, I would say, <laughs> in their final product. Is that kind of how you envisaged their final sound would be? Yes. Yes and no. Um, with some, as I said with Patina, the particular hits were taking form in my imagination as I was writing them and then there are others which really become quite surprising so the third song that I played there the one I will call From Where I Land that was written as is um, a really kind of simple lullaby type of thing and it's been produced and it became very strange very very quickly (laughs) and it almost immediately became kind of slightly Eurasian romp that sounded like it was being played by a brass band which I loved obviously but we had to dial that back in and we kind of found a happy medium between the ethereal and the um yeah the Romanian brass band incarnation of myself this song was my debut official single and it's called Gold Rush Concrete dust flew 
There's a grain of sand in Lambert. It's in the rubble that they're sifting through. Struck gold in my living room. There's a chance they'll back off now, right? I'll just wait here with a heart of stone, and at least they waited till my father was gone. published poet i wondered if you started writing poetry before you started writing music or if one kind of spurred the other on yeah i did quite precociously started writing poetry uh, at like seven or eight i don't know why i think my dad always read to me in verse he preferred that and he's quite he's a bit of a thespian so he likes performing and i think for him it's more fun if he can kind of put on a put a bit of timber in his voice and sing some of those rhymes. Um, so it was always kind of... It felt natural to do that to impress him and to show him something that he might be interested in. And then I think I started out writing verse poetry, obviously. I didn't just dive straight into the imagist tradition. I wasn't that precocious. <laughs> <laughs> so it seemed very natural, yeah. Around nine, I think, I stood on a table with my best friend Alex and proclaimed that we'd written a song that was kind of a poem and we, I think, made up the melody on the spot and weren't singing the same one at all. Nor, <laughs> nor was it a harmony. We what were was lucky. it about? That I can't remember. I'm sure it would have been some kind of riff on a Steps song, <laughs> given my age at the time. <laughs> but maybe Spice Girls was the best we could hope for. That's a good start. Yeah. yeah. But poetry kind of, in that sense, connected to music quite well. And then when I returned to writing it with a bit more vigour later, 
it was more in a kind of imagist tradition that was and is far less connected to my music. I, they they sometimes overlap, and I often at the moment I have a problem where I keep pilfering the best lines from the beginnings of poems that I'm writing and just shoehorning them into songs because I like them so much, which is harming my poetic output. But <laughs> yeah, then then actually poetry became a diversion. So it, it was something that I could do to take my mind off music or at times take my mind off the fact that I'd taken my mind off music. So it started off being one leading to the other and became quite different strands. So uh, this last song I want to play is called I Will Call From Where I Land and I want to play it because it's the one we just recorded so we just finished it in the studio. You've been listening to the sessions at Midori House. This week's guest was Sam Frankel who's playing Omira in London on the 22nd of March. Tickets are available online now. This show was produced by me, Holly Fisher and recorded and mixed by Kieran Banerjee. Remember, you can listen to all of our past live sessions at monocle.com forward slash radio. Join us at the same time next week for more live music. But for now, thanks for tuning in. Let me stray and buckle like a lamb. Hold me up in your right hand. I was only 18 then. I will call from where I land Nothing as warm as balsam on the bow Think of me as I am now Drink my lonely eyes like wine Let me go before my time I guess that all the unborn blades Reach beneath the everglades Light my wandering way again I will call from where I land Turn my way Watch me as I fade There was nothing left to say I was just a speck by then I could fit Inside your hand